0: Hi, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick, and you are listening to Superlit. What? Oh, my God. I'm really excited. Hey! Super is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBT community. Oh my god, hi. Uh, it's just me today. Usually we have Sophie in with us, but, um, just, just me today. And, uh, (laughs) I'm, oop, just heard some sounds in my house. Uh, maybe it's a bird. But, uh, we are going to be talking today about Black Wings Beating by Alex London. And, uh... One thing I want to start off with, uh, there is a like little blurb from Adam Silvera on the cover about like the quality of this book, and I feel I feel like that's like really hard to get. So that is actually what initially drew me into the book itself because I love Adam Silvera's work. So I was like, oh, Adam Silvera thinks this is a good book. Um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to read it, and here we are. So. Black Wings Beating by Alex London is, uh, I'm usually, I try not to do this, like, right off the bat, but, like, it's amazing. Um, so, I, uh, I guess that's the whole podcast, guys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yes, Black Wings Beating is by Alex London, and it is, like, a just dy- I don't want to say dystopian, because I feel like that is not right, but, uh, I'm really bad at describing books, even though it's, like, what I do. So, uh, Yes. Black Wings Beating. Uh, How many times can I say the name of the book at the beginning of the podcast? Let's find out. So, um, the story is, it takes place in kind of, I don't want to say like medieval, that's wrong too, but it's, (laughs) it's something along those lines, but it's, uh, Oh, this is exactly what I forgot to write this down. So, Black Wings Beating by Alex London. Uh, let's see how many times I can do it. Uh, is t- it takes place in almost like a Hyrulean land? So, Hyrule is neither like future nor like super past. It's like right in the middle, and it's kind of like. Um, I don't know if anyone's played Legend of Zelda, but uh, that's like what I thought of when I heard of the six villages and like the mountaintops and the way that this book was described, like the land was described. There's a desert and there are people who are outcasts in the desert and they are coming for everyone's shit. So uh, I felt like that was very like Hyrulean. It's very like Princess fairy tale but like not at the same time because no one in this is a princess and uh the main character one of the main characters i should say kylie so every <laughs> everyone's the name of everyone's spelling has like a y in it i didn't realize that until like towards the end but um <laughs> everyone kind of has like a y in their name and the main character her one of the main characters i should say again uh it's a set of twins again, I don't know how to talk about twins. I'm uh dumb when it comes to twins and uh the one twin, so the female of the two uh her name's Kylie. she spells her name k y l e e so I'm assuming it's Kylie, and then her brother is doo do doo do bryson <laughs> um, I actually really like his name it I don't know like what it is, but Bryson seems very mysterious uh I liked his name a lot. <laughs> But, um, I really, to start the book off, I, uh, I will read the book sleeve, because I almost just went straight into it without actually, uh, giving you guys, like, the description of the book. <clears throat> They'll rise together, or fall alone. The people of Ustar have long looked to the sky with hope and wonder. Nothing in their world is more revered than birds of prey, and no one is more honored than the falconers who call them to their fists. Bryson strives to be a great falconer, while his twin sister, Kylie, possesses ancient gifts for it, but wants to be free of falconry altogether. She's nearly made it out, too, but a war is rolling towards the six villages, with a rebel army leaving nothing in its wake but blood and an empty sky. No bird or falconer will be safe from its invasion. Together, the twins must embark on a journey to the treacherous mountains to trap the near-mythic Ghost Eagle, a solitary killer and the most feared of the Ostari birds of prey. They each go for their own reasons, Bryson for the boy he loves and the glory he's long craved, and Kylie to atone for her past and protect her brother's future. But they both are hunted by those who seek one thing, power. With this book, Alex London launches a soaring saga about the memories that haunt us, the histories that haunt us, <laughs> wow, I'm really dumb. <laughs> With this book, Alex Linden launches the soaring saga about the memories that haunt us, the histories that hunt us, and the bonds of blood between us. So, uh, I think that's an amazing, like, if you were to just look at that and go, like, oh, I want to read a book today, what will I read? And you read that, like, that would draw me in immediately if Adam's, like, little blurb on the cover, which reads, epic thrills, heart-punching romance, and a marvel of a hero. Um, if that didn't draw me in already, like, the description inside of the book, like, totally gets me going, um, and I think that, uh, it will for you guys as well. But, uh, so, what I wanted to say before I gave you the book, like, detail, um, you, the book starts off with, uh, Kylie and Bryson's father in the mountains hunting for the ghost eagle and he dies almost immediately and it's revealed that he is a shit can of a human being and he like tortured Bryson because Kylie wouldn't use her gifts and they're like gifts that like she's not used for specific reasons and you'll see in the book there's a reason why she doesn't use them and the reason is like, you know, it's, uh, I can't, I literally cannot tell you without spoiling a huge portion of the book, but it's something called hollow tongue. And it's something that Kylie can do, but Bryson can't. And, uh, her father, their father, I should say really wished that she would use it more. And if, uh, he could hone it and use it to, you know, gain great wealth, he wanted that because he was, uh, he was kind of like a pig-headed human being, <laughs> uh, to say it nicely, I guess. But uh, he was outwardly abusive to Bryson because Kylie wouldn't use her gift. And uh, you may see it as a gift, you may see it as a curse. It's something like that. Um, but if I could compare it to anything, it's almost like parcel tongue, but like it's way cooler, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this book, like. The cool thing about this book, past you know her father being a complete shit can, uh, the cool thing about this book is that Alex really sets up an amazing world for you to get lost in. Uh, when I was nearing the end of the book, I was like, Oh my God! Is everything going to be resolved? And I forgot that uh, he's doing hopefully another book in this series. And I think saga means more. I think it's the Twilight Saga is three, right? Let me let me Google what saga means, everyone, while I'm talking about this. Um, but uh, I I know there's another book coming in this. That's like I believe that that was set up for more than one. I just tried to Google it because I'm dumb and I don't remember. But um, Google wasn't giving me the right answer. But I'm 95% sure that there is going to be another book. And by 95, I mean 100. <laughs> there better be another book. <laughs> I think if you read the book all the way to the end, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But uh, the cool thing about this book, the chapter dividers, like, you get a chapter from Kylie, then you get a chapter from Bryson, and then back and forth. And at the end of each of their chapters, you get a little, like... Uh, bit of information about someone else, like it's from someone else's point of view completely and it's not uh, Kylie or Bryson it's uh, it's almost like how the book starts off with their father how it's like from his point of view it's almost like that and it ends their chapters off with different people, so it builds the story and it builds the lore and Alex does that quite masterfully Um, I don't think that's something that I usually say about uh, things I've read in terms of like world building because Uh, Usually the books that we've read on the podcast aren't worlds that are going to require like lengthy building uh, because they're not fantasy novels. So I haven't really read a lot of fantasy novels on the podcast or for the podcast, I should say. And Alex does an amazing job of building this like medieval style world that definitely, I don't know why, it's just like reminding me of Hyrule. I'm imagining like the great lands of Breath of the Wild and the villages being, like, that style of, like, I don't know, it just, like, it's speaking to me. Um, and I think that's why I like this book so much, just because I'm a huge Legend of Zelda fan. Um, literally, they could write Legend of Zelda on a box and sell it to me, and I would buy it, because I'm a dummy. But uh, the st- the storytelling in this book is uh, fascinating to me, because uh, you, you get a lot of different types of, like, people built into this one book, and it's not, like, there's a lot of groups, I should say. There's a lot of different types of groups built into this book, and you get, like, a little bit about each, like, section of people, if you will, but it's done in a really amazing way, because you get enough, and you want to know more, but, uh, Alex is actually, uh, really good at not giving it away, like, the whole thing, and I think that's what, like, drove me to, like, read the book. The last day of reading for me, I read 160 pages in, like, f- four hours, maybe? I That sounds like really slow reading to me. So, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of myself for doing that, but I know people who can read a book like this in a day. And this book is about 422 pages. There are about, do, 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 like, 37 chapters. Let me actually check. Um... There are how many chapters? Oh, great! I went to acknowledgments. <laughs> so uh, there are thirty-seven chapters. Well, I was actually right—thirty-seven um, chapters—and uh, it. I wanted more immediately, so like I don't know. I I really I keep saying I know there's another book coming. Um, I don't know when it's coming if it's coming. Um, I hope there is another one, but I I need it at this point because. Uh, I remember when I was reading... What's another, like, book that has, like... Oh, okay, here we go. Obviously, this book is, I think, more well-written than Twilight by, like, leaps and pounds. Um, But that's just, like, my opinion in terms... I don't... I didn't think that Twilight was that great in terms of its writing style. But I'm not here to bash any author. Um, But I obsessively read those. (laughs) And I started off with the second book first, so... um, I jumped into that world of like a, of that trilogy, if you will. And was it a trilogy? I think it was, Oh, it was four books. Wasn't it? There were four books and five movies. Here I am. I'm caught up. Um, but I jumped into that world and I already had another book to read and I read it in reverse. So, um, I, (laughs) I immediately had more, like, material to read, even though it was, like, backwards. So with this, I immediately want more to read. Like, I, if this was, like, a thousand-page book, I'd be into it, too. Um, the 422 pages are really well... Like, the, the beats of the book, they're really well done. And it was a really interesting story. I didn't know if I was going to like Bryson at all. Um, he is very... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. He is stubborn to a T and so is Kylie, but in a different way. Um, Bryson is like stubborn in the way that I think men can be in terms of like, Oh, I'm doing it my way and it's going to be the hardest way and this is it. And I don't need any help. Like that's exactly how Bryson is. And he's doing it just, I think he's doing it more so to prove to himself that he can do it. Because he's been abused and beaten both mentally and physically by his father and, you know, by other people. And he's just looked at as someone that can't do shit because of who his dad is. And uh, I I think he went on the quest for the ghost eagle. Um, something happens to the man that he loves. And the young man he loves, I should say. And he decides that uh, to wipe this person's debt... Uh, he will go get this miss, like mythical ghost eagle, and he will help wipe uh, Damien's debt. Damien? I, I really hated his partner um, almost immediately. And uh, there's someone else that he meets in the book. Um, it's not like a partner, but uh, someone that I was like, why can't they be together? They're so much more interesting. Um, I want that for him. And uh, his... His partner, sends, he doesn't send him on this quest, but he does it out of the kindness and love in his heart for Damien to, you know, he if, if I can get you a ghost eagle, you will wipe this person's debt and he will be free and he will be able to, you know, live properly and you'll clear our debt as well. So after Kylie and Bryson's dad died, all of his debt went to them and they're running this business, uh, the falconry business that... Kylie doesn't want any part of, and Bryson really wants to be so good at it, and he knows that Kylie's better at it, and it's you know it 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 hurts for him because he wants to be good at this thing, and his sister is so much better at it, but she wants nothing to do with it, and I think that's the thing that like really sets him off. He's like, I want to do this, and I want to prove that I am capable, and that I'm a man, and I can do this, and uh, it's interesting in this story, um, he's like he's clearly with like Damien, like he has relations with this person and it's not looked at in like a negative way per se. Uh, It's just uh, people make fun of Damien because of who he is and they make fun of Bryson because of who he is and it's not because of their relationship per se. Um, There are like, in the book, there's a person who the quote is, I will read it for you. Um, doo, 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 doo. I took a picture of the page cuz I was reading on the train. Um, Joan grinned and waggled his eyebrows. A heart's like a bird, who can tell a bird on which branch to land? We know which branch you like birds to land on, the other boy shouted. My branch is big enough for any bird who wants to perch on it, Joan laughed. So, uh I actually really like that description and it's like literally not even like a full page. Obviously, that's like th- three full sentences, maybe. And it's a really great way of being like, I like people who like me, and who, and anyone that's wa- that wants to sit on my branch is welcome. Uh, and it's a different person that we're talking about. But in this book, it's like something that, like, yeah, like we'll make a joke about it. But like, th- there are people who are like very confident and you know uh, open about who they are, even as like young adults and it was just like really refreshing to read because I was imagining that like this style of land that that was just like not something that was like wildly accepted (laughs) I'm just imagining that because it's just uh how it is I guess and uh I was actually very surprised with that quote I was like oh my god that was beautiful and it was just like an easy way to be like hey You know, I'm open to the possibility of love, and I'm open to whoever, like, may fancy me, if I fancy them. And I think it was probably the best part of Bryson's story was that part, because um, a lot of the first part of the book is about Kylie kind of, like, chasing after Bryson to, like, kind of, like, make sure he's okay, make sure everything's going all right, making sure the business is running well, making sure Bryson's not being a dummy. And you don't get a lot of um, interaction with Bryson in terms of, like, you get parts of his story, but they're not as, like, juicy as, say, Kylie's are. Like, hers, there's a lot of stories beginning with her in it. And, you know, as the book progresses, you get more out of Bryson, you get more uh, meat to his story, and it was actually really interesting how it progressed, and I didn't think he was going to progress that well, so... Quite a, the turn of events there, I was like, oh, he's boring. I really, like, want to know more about Kylie. Um, and hers got, like, very interesting. And then his got, like, even more interesting. And it just kept going back and forth. I was like, wait, I don't want this chapter. End- wait, no, I want to know what happened with Kylie. Uh, oh, we're Bryson. Oh, my God, this thing is happening with Bryson. Oh, my God, I want to know more about the. This- oh, we're back at Kylie. Okay. Oh, we're at a weird chapter ending point. Okay. Um, that was literally, like, especially since the day that I read, like, that many pages back to back. Uh I was literally going, oh no, the book's about to end. The book's about to end. No, I, I need, I need more, um, and uh, I'm really excited. I, I keep saying, I know, I think, yeah, about there being another book. Um, I'm, I, this is so well written, needs another one, and I, I believe that there is going to be another one, um, but uh, I, I can't say good enough things about the book. Like it was actually really awesome to read. I forget how much I like fantasy books. Um, cause I read a lot of like slice of life stuff, I guess, uh, myself. And this was su- suggested by, <laughs> by Adam Silvera, my friend. No, I wish. Um, you no, know, it was, you know, I saw that Adam, you know, wrote something for the book, like the book blurb. Um, and I was interested in it. I really like using Twitter as almost like a resource for finding more books. That's actually how I believe I found Caleb Roeberg's, like, uh, uh, white rabbit. And, uh, that's actually how I, the, you know, the movie previews for Love, Simon, that's how I found Becky Albertalli's books. And, uh, you know, a lot of Twitter, like author, like authors on Twitter, they follow each other and they comment on things. And I, I follow so many different authors now, and they're really responsive on Twitter. And it's actually really amazing because you get to learn a lot more about books. And um, I never, ever thought 10 years ago when I joined Twitter, I would be saying... Oh my gosh, I use Twitter to talk to authors because they're so responsive. And I found about I find out about book launches and like this and that. Like I never thought Twitter was gonna be like that real for me. And that's actually how I communicate with a lot of you guys is through Twitter. Uh, we just did a Death Prefers Blondes giveaway and like things like that. I, I didn't expect uh, any of that to happen. And I didn't even expect that in this year alone that we would hit, you know, a, a thousand plays but back to the book, obviously, I, I use Twitter a lot and that's actually how I found out about this book. I have a screen cap of it in my phone and I believe that Black Wings Beating came out in, it came out last year, I think. Um, it's a saga book. When did you come out? You came out. do 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 do. Oh my God, Brendan, please. <laughs> came out 2018. Um... And uh, I I have a you know like I have a stack of books on my my shelf and uh, I actually have a poetry book for you guys a book of poetry by a local author a local to me author uh, I'm really excited about that but anyway um, I I've used a lot of social media to find these books and I found this one through social media and uh, I'm really glad that I did because this kind of fulfilled a uh, thing that I didn't think I needed, which was, you know, a a fantasy novel that, uh, it had an LGBT romance in it, obviously with uh, Bryson, but that wasn't like the main focus of it, even though like he does his thing for love. It's more about these two people learning about themselves and growing and seeing what they can do and changing for the better or, you know, uh, figuring out really bad things at the same time. And, you know, divulging secrets and coming clean about certain things in their life. And it was actually, like, a joy to read. And, uh, I'm really sad I finished it. And, uh, this always happens when I fall in love with a book. I wind up reading, like, a mass amount of pages, like, the last day in my reading. And, uh, I hate doing that because I, I like spacing the book out properly so I can think about the things. But, uh... It needed to be done. I had to finish it. I just couldn't put the book down. And uh I liked the the page breaks in it. Like I liked the different parts of the story that you you find out about um the desert tribe, the katan I'm forgetting the name of the tribe. Um the do, 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 do. the um, the altari leader who his name is Anon um They are the people who, uh, throughout the book, I believe they're called the Qatari. Um, They are mentioned throughout the book. Like, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Anon is the leader of those people. And they're kind of almost like a boogeyman story, but they're real. So, like, parents used to use them as, like, a boogeyman story for their kids, but they actually exist. And they are coming to take you know, this land that they believe is theirs and to get rid of the birds of prey that everyone uses for religious purposes, for hunting purposes, for, you know, purposes to get like gold for fights. Uh, it's, there's a lot of different things that focuses on the birds. And I hope that they expand on like what other things birds do. I mean, they gave us, Alex gave us a lot of like the birds do a through Z. I just would like to know more. I don't know. I, I, I was so happy with the amount of information I was given and the amount of lore that was given. And there's, you know, there's like fairy tale woven into the book and it's uh really well done. And I would be so wildly interested to read like more of his work. And, um, do, 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 his, uh, young adult debut proxy was an ALA top 10, p- uh, quick pick for reluctant young readers a 2014 Best Fiction for Young Adults uh, Rainbow List selection and a 2016 ALA Popular Paperback. I actually just read the back, the like the little thing about the author in the back for the first time just now. Uh, <laughs> I do my research really well. Take this seriously, guys. But um, I would like to read more of Alex's work and maybe I will find Proxy and put it on my bookshelf. But uh, I'm going to stop blabbering about the book. Go out and get this book. Please read it. It is an amazing fantasy fairy tale. Um, I keep saying fanny fairy tale. I just said fanny tale. Wow. I keep saying fairy tale. But I know that's like not the right word. It's a fantasy novel uh, with fairy tale woven into it. And by that, I mean like lore, legacy, there's legacy, there's history. And it's built really, really well. And um, the writing style is actually uh, amazing. Um, the way that Alex writes is really good. It kept me on my toes. It was, um, it was just really well written. And I liked the style of writing that Alex has. And I'm curious to see how he continues his story because, um, it's very much like winter is coming. The Qatari are coming. It's very much like that. I'm probably saying the wrong word, but, um, it's very much like that. But, uh, you're getting like the view of like what they're doing as well. As they're coming, if you will, so uh, to reclaim their land, and it's just like so good. I'm so sad I read it so fast, and uh, I can't wait to see what else he comes up with. And I guess I have to read Proxy now too. So great! Thanks for having more than one book to read, Alex. Uh, that gives me something to do now that I've finished your book. Um, but yes, go out and get this book. It's amazing. If you like it, be sure to leave an Amazon review. I know that really helps authors. Um, it shows that, you know, people want to read more of their work and, uh, I definitely want to read more of your work, Alex. And, um, also the book, I took a picture of it. It was on the Twitter, uh, the Twitter, (laughs) the book is an all black book. The hardcover I got all black. And there's like a little embossing of a bird on there. And it is just so elegant, which is, I, I've never described like a book cover as elegant, but it's amazing. The cover itself with like the, the soft, the book um, jacket, if you will, is really good. There's a large amount of graphic design that went into this and it is really amazing. Um, and now that I'm looking at it, now that I've like finished the book and I've like read it all, Uh, the cover really describes a lot of what happens in the book really well without giving it away. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't even think of this. I can't wait for you guys to read this book. It was, I'm really glad that it it, uh, showed up on my radar of things to read. And, um, I think you need to read it too. So go and get it. It's Black Wings Beating by Alex London. And yeah, um... I can't say anything else good about the book, but uh yes, my name is Brendan Patrick, and thank you so much for listening to Superlit.